Pod Squad. We have another exciting episode for you today. I am your host, Brandon, and with us today we have the entire squad and a guest. But starting from the top, we got Mr. Joshua Snipe God himself. How are you, sir? Hey, yo, what he do? I'm doing good. Good, good, good. Uh, we also got Mr. JT over here, looking fine on his new camera. How are you? Looking fine is an overstatement, but I'm doing pretty good. Excellent, excellent. And guesting today, um, we have Miss Bethany. How are you? I'm doing quite well. Feeling a little old today. <laughs> Feeling a little old today. Yeah, that's right. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> it is. Happy birthday. Look at that. We, 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 none of us said happy birthday to her in the pre. Look at us. We're horrible. <laughs> God, we suck. Okay, well, happy birthday, and thank you for joining us on your birthday. Uh, you've been on our oh, podcast God. before, right? Haven't you? I have, yes, once. She was on episode one. Yeah, mm-hmm. the very first episode. So here we are, episode 13, I believe, and uh, still going strong. Um, but anyway, what? Uh, let's go ahead and start into our topics. Uh, guys, what you guys been playing? What you been doing? Watching anything fun? What's new with you? Me and JT kind of been playing the same thing a little bit here. Yep, it's been I interesting. Got, got JT on that, that good old phasmophobia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've not watching, a fan. I've been watching y'all stream it. I've been terrified. Oh, so you, it's been good times. You love it. You love it's such it. a you fun game it. to watch. It is. It really is. <laughs> it's a lot of fun until one of your group dies, and then you have to go in and go move a camera. And you know what? You try to be smart and go around behind the house, and then the person who sends you into the house walks exactly. straight through the front door, <laughs> and you open the door, and he's just standing there, and you poop your pants. And I, and I scream into the mic. <laughs> the noises you made was, was hilarious. It was like, you know, I never thought you could make that noise. Yeah, for those who don't know, Phasmophobia has directional, like, binaural, um, local um, game chat. So, like, the further you get away, the quieter a voice gets. If they're to your left, then you can hear them in your left ear. Oh, that's really cool. So, I, I, I turned my, my flashlight off and walked all the way through the house while JT was uh, walking around to the back door. <clears throat> just stood right in front of the back door. And when he opened it, just, just, <laughs> Yeah, I was watching that scream. It, it was, was it, it was great. Yeah, I jumped. I jumped pretty hard. And then we all died because we decided we were going to try intermediate for some reason, and even though we're all amateurs in that game. Yeah, yeah that didn't go well. What's funny is like y'all both died in the same room and JT, the only thing you went to do is I just got to get a picture of the body. And for those who don't know, Phasmophobia is a game where basically you're hunting ghosts more or less. You, go, you go into a haunted house. You're looking for um, clues, basically evidence that the ghost is there. You figure out what type of ghost it is. You get a picture. You run like hell out of there and you get money for it. Well, during it, you have to kind of like goat the ghost to come out, and it'll be like throwing things and doing creepy stuff, and it'll start a hunting mode. When it goes on hunting, all the doors lock in the house, and you have to hide from it. And these guys can't hide. These guys can't hide to save their life, and it's hilarious. They all all died in the same room. Like every time (laughs) one died, like, oh, I'll go hide in the room with the dead body. It's like, why would you do that? And uh, JT literally just tried to go in there just to take a picture because how it works is if you get a picture of the dead body, you get to keep the stuff that you brought in, right? You can leave. No, no, no. I will say you don't get your you don't get all your items back, but it money. gives you yeah. it gives you your money back. Right, so you can rebuy um, the items. Yeah, correct. Um, I will say we did get an unfortunate, uh, like deck of cards or de- an unfortunate hand that round because it spawned a, the ghost room was literally the first open foyer in the room. It was the right. most open area in the house that didn't actually have doors because to the left led to the dining room and straight ahead was the living room and then to the right was the stairs to upstairs so there's nowhere really to escape from 
Right. And the way the hunting works in that game is you can hide if the ghost doesn't see what room you went into. If it saw you go into that room, it's like, oh, hey, you're in there. You know, like the AI is actually somewhat smart in the game. Yeah. So anywhere you tried to run, the ghost was just like, I can see, you know, you know that. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, because <laughs> so Betty White, too. Wasn't that so, the Betty White ghost? <laughs> that was Betty White, I'm pretty sure, yeah. May she rest in peace. No, the, no, no. the name of the ghost was literally Betty White. Oh my gosh, don't wonder she got you. I think they're trying to tell right? you something there. She has a ghost in a game before she actually dies. Hilarious. Right? That's, that's, that's crazy. crazy. She's just like, other she's than, never gonna die, just we put her in a game anyway. But other than playing Phasmophobia and getting the pants scared off of me, I've had to assert my dominance in Mario Kart a couple of times this week. Which I will I've say, Bethany did. A couple she, of times. She, she won a couple of races. I would like I'm to defend good. myself a little bit. I got a three star search against you. One out of how many, though? Just saying. I don't care. I'm Just getting saying. there. Look, all, all these young pups search. are coming for you, JT. Just letting you know, right? You're, I you're, welcome you're, it. You're the champ now, but you give it a couple more months of all of us playing, and pretty soon. It's going to be a party. A new king or and king I can't... will arrive. But. But yeah, that's why I like playing fifty cc because yeah. we get to like race against each other. We don't really have to worry about all the right other dudes. Yeah, but, but yeah. Other, other, other than scaring the pants off of JT, uh, I'm, I'm still on that Valorant grind a little bit. That's got cool. a couple races one night. Nice. But did you get a collab this week, dude? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> one of my buddies that I was playing with was just talking mad crap. The op in that game is basically just a super overpowered sniper. You shoot anywhere above the waist and it's a one shot. Right. Um, and he had that gun and he was like, just put an op in my hand. And I'm like, God, you, you can't even touch me. He was obviously being sarcastic, but like just talking mad crap. And I was like, bro, please shut up. Just shut up. He was the first person to die that round. I immediately mm-hmm. went over to his body, picked up his gun aimed down sight and got a collateral i was like who's the god now who's the god now the snipe god himself over here <laughs> but what have you been playing brandon we've uh, been talking a lot no you're good dude i've been watching you guys play phasmophobia uh, i did download it and i think we're gonna try to play a game after this hopefully um I'll pick up our buddy mike I, yeah mike is gonna join us um <clears throat> gonna be terrifying not very excited for it um, Dude, I'm so you know excited, excited. To this. <laughs> you know you're excited well, you know we'll see we'll see um I don't do a whole lot of scary games or jump games or I'm the type of guy that goes into like the scary amusement parks and doesn't jump but when it comes to video games I immerse myself so much more deeply um like it's it's a different level so I, I mean I'll jump at creepers in minecraft that sneak up on me I will literally scream like a baby right like oh my gosh because it just freaks me out because I'm so immersed into it so that's why I don't play horror games because I'm very immersive when it comes to video games. So, I, 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 I yeah, it'll be fun. Too. You're not alone. I mean, no, it'll, 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 it'll be an experience. Um, I get that completely, Brandon. Just, right, right. I mean, there's nothing more terrifying than being in a pitch black cave, turning around, and there's a green guy standing in front of you. You're just like, ah! Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. Uh, but besides besides watching you guys play that, uh, I think I've been playing a little bit of um, MCC this week. JT and I got a couple rounds in, playing with another buddy of mine. Um, a lot of Master Chief Collection. And besides that, I've played a couple rounds of Age of Empires Definitive Edition with my brother. And that game is like, you play one game, it's like a two-hour long game. So it's like, it's kind of a hassle to play. So it's fun. I mean, it's kind of like when you play D&D. It's, it's like, you're, you're in it for the long run if you're going to play. Well, it's one of those things that if it doesn't, if like, if you don't win the game in the first, like, 
20 minutes by rushing. Everyone has defenses and everyone has like walls and stuff. And the game just lasts so much longer. So in two hours is like, I've had games with my brother that I was like six or seven hours. And the only reason that last game lasted two hours is because I resigned. He had, he had the upper hand. We had, we were playing with a couple buddies. I was like, eh, you, you win. So he was happy. He, it was the first time he'd beat me in a long time. So that's been I thought Valorant. I thought Valorant had long games whenever I started playing. It has like like 30 to 40 minute games. Right. Or Battlefield. Battlefield, um, the, the huge map games would be like an hour long. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Hold down the T-spot for an Conquest, hour. Man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Conquest, that's why I though, don't was... play video games, bro. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's like, you know. It's so boring. Yeah, sometimes, you, you, sometimes kinda... you get a little bored playing game, long games like that. It just depends on the game. Right. So that's it for me. Uh, we also got Bethany in here, and she has been playing. Bethany, what you, what you been playing? Uh, well, uh, Joshua, for like the longest time, has been trying to get me into a game called Hellblade. Mm-hmm. And I just recently, a few weeks ago, started playing it, and I finished it recently. And like me sitting here saying like, oh, that's why I don't play video games. You have to play for so long. I would sit there and play for like three hours at a time because right, right, it was really right. fun. It's all about finding the right game. <laughs> but yeah. Game uh, but no, I really, really enjoyed it. It's a it's a super interesting game. And I also have uh, been going over to my friend's house. He has a PS4. He has Until Dawn. It's another horror game. Yeah. And it was oh, it was quite great. fun. Nice. That was that's what I was saying. Where I completely get where you're coming from because why if you have the controller, you're like fully immersed in the game. And usually I don't like jump at stuff, but there was some things that was making me scream a little bit, making me shout. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was funny. Yeah. yeah, it was funny because like she doesn't play games that much and hasn't for a long time. But like I would go into her room to like ask her a question to see how she's doing on the game. And she'd have like the whole like mouth hanging open, <laughs> like head back, <laughs> completely immersed. Yeah, like the whole gamer slouch, like bad posture was great. Dude, I was into it. It's such a good That's game. The only way to play a video game, though. Right. No, seriously. So, go ahead and, um, you know, we were talking about Sunblade last week. We, we had talked a little bit about it. Um, I think because it was coming to, like, a new, it was coming to Stadia. It was coming to something. There was a reason we just talked about it. And so we decided to have you on to kind of give us an overview of the game. So why don't you break down real quick what the game is about, what the premise of it is. Right, so a brief summary. Um, it's inspired by Norse mythology and the Celtic culture. The game follows Sinua, the main character, a picked warrior who uh, must make her way to Helheim by defeating otherworldly entities and facing their challenges in order to rescue the soul of her dead lover, Dillian, from the goddess Hela. And she suffered from, like, mental illness, so she had a lot of, like, psychosis and all that fun stuff. So she heard voices and saw things, like a bunch of hallucinations. It was really interesting to play and, like, hear the voices because it was, like, an ear-to-ear type thing. Mm -hmm. So, like, they would be over here, like, at the top of your freaking head or super far away. It was really interesting. Kind of creepy. Okay. It was a little unsettling sometimes. Yeah, I think um, my wife actually started playing that game and stopped playing because it was a little creepy for her. And she just, it really is. She didn't play long enough to get entranced into it, and she just never picked it mm-hmm. back up. But I remember seeing, like, you know, watching her play, and I'm like, well, that girl's kind of crazy. Like, you were like, yeah. Is she crazy, or are these real voices? And you just don't, you don't really know, you know? First, yeah, it's anyway. really interesting. It has a really big plot twist at the end, too. So, like, it's well worth the the time it takes and how... Because it's uh, a lot of, like, puzzles and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's not really a lot of combat. The combat's fairly simple that is in it. Right. Or but, like an adventure game, sort of. Yeah. And, um, like, once you figure stuff out, it, it 
the big plot twist at the end kind of made my jaw drop a little bit. I wasn't expecting it. I love games like that that have a good plot yeah. twist that, you get, that draw you yeah. in and then, you know, make a good plot twist makes a game memorable for sure. Mm-hmm. So how long so did it take you to beat it? I need to keep playing. Oh. Yes, you really should. I got JT to start it. Nice. And he, yeah. Once you get through, because that first bit of puzzles is annoyingly confusing. It took me and Joshua like two hours to figure it out together. Like I couldn't <laughs> do it by myself. <laughs> but uh, I played, I think, for about two weeks. Okay. Not every single day. Right. right. Um, but over the course of two weeks and each time I played, I played for probably about two, three hours. Okay. Okay. Yeah. A good, so probably, good bit of gameplay there. Yeah, probably about like eight hours okay of gameplay yeah it's not bad that's a pretty decent story campaign yeah i would i would i would say it it takes around like 13 ish hours to complete the whole game depends Uh, on how long it takes you to figure out the puzzles and stuff right how smart you are (laughs) how smart you are Um, i got stuck at the last door door before you fight the fireboss cert and it was literally just just had to slide ever so slightly to the left to get what i needed Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> That's what so I wasn't sliding that far enough over. So I spent a lot of time trying to get to uh, the second boss, which he was easier to beat than the first one, which was yeah. a little yeah. weird. Normally, yeah. you would you would think that the difficulty curve would go up. Well, he had a the, different uh, he had a different set of like uh, mechanics. Mm-hmm. He was a lot of dodging, whereas the yeah. first one was more of him and tying him. Yeah, yeah. So. Cool. Bethany, as someone who's kind of like fresh back into gaming, what was your favorite aspect of the game? Honestly, the voices. I know that a lot of people didn't like them. I've like every like review I've read and stuff. People we like the voices creep me out, blah blah blah. But that made it like super super interesting to me. Yeah, that's the point. And like yeah. the way that they delve dove delve dove into the like mental illness aspect of everything is super. I don't want to say taboo, but it kind of is. And they did a really good job. They I think got- one of my favorite things, you know, one of my favorite things when I played through it was how the voices actually can help you in combat. Yes. Behind you. <laughs> yeah. And they yell like behind you. If you're about to get hit, yeah. like, conked on the back of the head, you just got to spam the a button freaking <laughs> dodge. <laughs> I don't know what's right. coming. They told me to dodge, but it, I like it a lot. It's, it's definitely for someone who has never played on mouse and keyboard. It's a good way to to get some of the muscle memory down of using your pinky and your your ring finger and stuff like that. Because those are two two extremities you don't use when you're playing with controller. You know, it's one they're right. they're yeah. just kind of there supporting the controller. But now, Bethany, what are you what, what are you playing it on? Uh, Xbox. Xbox. Okay. Yeah. But but yeah. Pretty cool. Okay, so so, um, is it, so as far as the game goes, is there going to be like a sequel? Is it pretty or is it pretty much its own neat story, kind of tidied up? Yes, um, actually, there is a second game coming out called uh, Sinuous Saga, I believe is okay. what the title is, and I think it comes out sometime this year. They released a trailer for it. If you have not seen it, highly recommend you go watch it, even if you don't even know a thing about the game. It is a epic trailer. Okay, cool. It's really yeah. good. It's really it's cool. Yeah. It's got an old Norse chant uh, uh-huh. as the theme song, or not the theme song, but like the track for it. And she's like sitting there screaming it. It is badass. And that bass drop, bro. Mm. It, is, it is a uh, um, 2021 release. 
Does oh, it say like exciting. a month? Yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, I will get it. So uh, it doesn't say, but but that's gonna be neat. August eighth. Nope, never mind. That's sacrifice. So does the game have any replay value? Like, are you gonna play it again, or are you gonna try to play something else now? What what, what is uh, what's the move for you gaming wise? Uh, I might try to play it again just to see if I can get through some of the stuff faster because mm-hmm. I was a little annoyed at how long like a higher difficulty. Yeah, because I did easy on the combat, so I might go to normal on it and see if that changes things. Right. And right. then now that I kind of have a general idea of what the you know riddles and puzzles and stuff are, see if I can figure them out faster. Right. Right. Now, do, do, do the puzzles change with difficulty inches, or is it just the combat? Just, uh, just the, combat. the combat. Okay. Okay. Were there like side missions and things, or I say missions, like side quests you could do or items that you could find in the game? Because I haven't sure. really found anything. Um, based on what I know about the game, there's no there's there's no side story or quest that deviates from like the main story because it is just a it, it, the idea of the game is a puzzle game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there there are like lore totems that you can find, and if you get all of them, you get an achievement. Huh. Mm-hmm. Now, the more you know. Now, what what, what did you say? Um, he had to save... What, what is the Viking heaven called again? Valum or something? Helheim? They were, Helheim? He wasn't in heaven. He was in hell. He was in hell. Okay. I, I think it's interesting right now, because there's a lot of games out for, for Nordic stuff right now. Nordic, you know, Celtic. Like, Valheim right now is a game that's like a survival game, and you're basically trying yeah. to survive in like the Nordic heaven, and it's like really popular right now. So it's just in general, these type of games, you know... And their soundtracks. I mean, look at the whole. Uh, what was the sound? The the sound that everyone was singing. It was based. On, it was made for the uh, the Ubisoft. Oh, the Viking song. Yeah, yeah, that song. It was uh, um, you know. I I, oh, I, I, can't I, think I, I was singing it like a bunch of weeks in a row. But it's like you know, my mother told me oh, yeah. that one. Yeah, so it's like it's it, literally the song of the Vikings. And there, in parentheses, my mother told me. There's definitely a lot of Viking games going on right now. It's kind of interesting. We're kind of like all of a sudden, there's just a, there's just a ton of them. I mean, from, from Valum, from this, and this is going to have a sequel. I mean, it's, I don't know, it's kind of a neat neat time period, neat storytelling area. Yeah. Um, as far as that go, uh, if you had to rate the whole story out of 1 out of 10, how would you rate it? I'm scared to rate it too high just because I'm very, very intrigued with what they'll do with Hellblade 2. Right, right. So you know, you never, it... never want to give it the highest because what if you play yeah. something better? It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> give it, I would I'll... say give it a solid 8. Yeah, yeah? that's what I was okay. going to go for, like a solid 8, 8.5. Okay, 8.5. Oh, I'm probably going to check it out just because uh, um, y'all, y'all kind of made it interesting to me. Just this conversation. Yeah, I would, like, okay, I'm going to check it out it now. A... It's also a beautiful game, too. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, I would give it a terrifying all at the same time. And when you get towards the end, just enough spookiness to keep it rolling. Yes, I would give it a nine if the combat had a little bit more depth to it. Uh, I like the combat the way it is. (laughs) I think the combat, to be honest with you, from what I've played, if the combat was any harder. The game would be completely different, though. Or the combat like does get like a little more... harder after the second boss, though. There are a couple of new monsters that come in that yeah. are a little harder to beat. Fair enough. Mm. Well, stuff. Well, that's the gaming overview of Sunblade. Uh, Hellblade. 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 <laughs> no, what's her? What's her name? Sunblade. What's her name though? Sun. Sinua. It's Sinua. That's what it is. Sinua. Anytime I see that, I think of Sunblade for some reason. I, I combine the two words. 
Sorry. Isn't that a game, Sunblade? No, yeah, it is. That's that's why I do it because I see it's it's her name, and then Hellblade. So I automatically say Hellblade or Sunblade because that is also a game. So, but I'm kind of looking forward to the sequel. I'm kind of looking forward to what we do here. See, I love Viking games. So the better a Viking game does to me, or not Viking, Norse, Celtic, you know, all kind of a similar setting. The better they do, the more we get, and I'm totally cool with that. So bring it on. But uh, I think you really enjoy it. No, absolutely. So uh, guys, check it out if you want to play it. Um, eight point five. That's a pretty good rating. Gotta say, definitely worth checking out. Um, we got some more gaming news this week. A lot of other stuff going on. Uh, JT, why don't you start us off with gaming news this week? Yeah. So um, there are rumors surfacing um, with Apple reportedly working on a VR headset that is going to, I guess, be compatible with the iPhone. I don't know if that there's a VR headset that's compatible with the iPhone right now. Um, but it's saying it's going to cost like three thousand dollars from from the articles that I found, and I'm just right. like, oh wow, that's a lot. Yeah, that's um, excessive. Yeah, but Which, it's not. Although, te- it's not technically been confirmed on anything. Um, all the stuff I found on it is it's rumors, but apparently they have some very highly developed prototypes. Um, and it's it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I think it's. Just Apple jumping into the money grab of VR, even though right. VR is not huge in the gaming world. Um, but the thing that I found kind of neat about this is that it's going to be equipped with cameras and things like that, that that track where you are in the room and your um, environment around you so you don't walk into walls and chairs and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Those it, videos kinda, are so funny, though. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That makes, that's the best part. <laughs> it's kind of similar to like augmented reality. If you yeah, know. exactly. Well, that's always been a big push for iPhone for a while now is augmented games. I mean, look at Pokemon Go, right? Like that that whole that whole thing is just a small taste of what you could do. You know, bring the, the outside world into your gaming experience. I mean, there's a lot of potential for that type of stuff. And I think going yeah. to a mobile platform, I mean, you can turn an entire park into a battlefield. Like there's a lot of cool things that you could do with it as long as it's, you know, not going to break. You know, it's got to be some sort of sturdy to it. But yeah, a lot, lot of cool Which, potential you, there. You know, you say it's a money grab, you know, costing three thousand dollars. But you guys remember the uh, Microsoft Hololens? Yes, that was that, that was, was thirty. Crazy. Yeah, that was thirty five hundred dollars. So it's actually cheaper than that. Right. I actually don't remember the Hololens. I was reading it. I was like, what is this? Oh, Wasn't dude, that like Microsoft came out with like their little VR headset type thing with for like augmented reality and stuff like that? It was really cool, actually. Microsoft... Was it like their attempt to do the Google the Google glasses that everybody wanted? I think it's even before that. See, Microsoft yeah. has this has this unfortunate um, luck when it comes to things because they always release stuff too early before the before like the trend is there, um, yeah. and they'll start it. Like they had their Zoom right right when MP3 players were big, but it just like wasn't quite enough, and then Apple kind of took it over. But you know, a lot of stuff that Microsoft will produce a lot of things first, right? And it just doesn't take off, and then like someone else will pick it up later and make it cooler, make it better. And it's like, oh, wow, this is so unique. And Microsoft just sitting there holding the bag like, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, like, screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> yeah. like, like, they're like the video game hipsters. We did it first before it was cool. <laughs> well, yeah, but it was never cool on their part. So it was just like, yeah, kind of, kind of. But it like, was never cool. <laughs> right, but it was just never was cool. or just nerdy. You know, like some dude looking like Bill Gates, you know, like, yeah, this is awesome. And then it just doesn't take off. So, but I don't know. Did you ever play the V? I think it was Bethany. Have you ever played VR chat? I have not. I've had some fun experiences in VR chat. I'll play with a, a group of friends, and we have a. I don't um, even know what that is. It's basically <laughs> a a VR 
a realm, right, where you can be any character you want. And there's different rooms to do different things. So the, the room we, we usually go into is we go into the uh, the karaoke room and we sing karaoke. And there's just yeah. walls and walls of, and people put all and it's all basically made by people, which is what's really cool about it. It's not made by like, like stand up comedy role play. Yeah, exactly. You it's just, just a way. You just go in there. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, uh, this VR is the way. That's actually, where. Yeah, VR chat is where the uh, do you know the way? Do you know this the, is way? the way? Uh, the, uh, Ugandan knuckles. That's where yep, that originated. That's, that's from. where that came from. Hmm. So you can be whatever you want. Um, last time I was in there, I was Giga Pikachu. I was like this Pikachu with like giant muscles, and we were playing Pokemon cards. It's literally a whole server, right? And it had in the center of the realm. What I don't know, we were calling, I guess it's really a room. There's a Pokemon deck, and you actually can play actual Pokemon cards with someone else in VR, and it's super cool. Like it's like super neat. So you can do That's all dope, kinds of stuff. Dude. Yeah, I mean, you can put whatever you want in that game. So people have made Among Us servers in there, where it's literally like the same map of Among Us, but it's in VR. And it works the same way. So, but oh, yeah. that's horrifying. Oh, I have seen that yeah. on like, TikTok and stuff. Yeah. yeah, and this is all just people making it, which was really cool. Like, there's not like a major game studio; it's just different people designing it. So, when it comes to the VR world, VR chat, and things like that, there's a lot of, uh, like I said earlier, there's a lot of potential there. And I think really having gamers and people who like that type of stuff getting their hands and making stuff is what's going to make it popular. Because, yeah, like I said, going into you know, especially with COVID and stuff, the fact that I can go have karaoke night with some friends, you know. It's entertaining as crap. That, you that, you that, should. That we, we literally all could go like sing karaoke and do stupid things. And there's a million. And that's just one thing. But there's like a million things you can do in there. There's like basketball courts. There's, there's all kinds of stupid stuff. So it's it's kind of fun. That's really cool. Yeah. So, but other news. Uh, speaking of um, kind of new technologies, you know, we've talked about Stadia here a couple times. Um, the game Terraria is a pretty popular game. It's kind of like a two D mi- Minecraft, but a little more. Um, there's more, a little more to it, I guess. More bosses and enemies. It's a little more combat based. It originally was going to get a Stadia port, but Google, for some reason, made the unfortunate decision to ban the CEO of the company who makes Cheria from Google. He lost his with, Google account. He lost his friends. He lost pictures. He lost years of memories. And there's with just no, no warning. No warning. They just deleted him. And he's like, "Hey, why well, am I deleted?" And they just won't answer him. So he pretty much did the most petty and the most hilarious thing ever. He's like, "Okay, cool. Terraria's just not coming to Stadia now because screw Google." I respect <laughs> it though. So if you're looking for uh, Terraria and you're trying to play Stadia, uh, it's not going to be there now. And that's definitely a perfect game for Stadia. It's not too complicated. It's easy to drop in, drop out. You know, you just get to mine, play, and do whatever. Um, it was definitely a. And it has a decent um, audience, so if you you know, it's a good time waster, and I mean yeah, that in a good way. Right, just like Minecraft is, you know. So it's yeah. like. The fact that this happened, it's like it was so easy for them not just to be like, oh, sorry, we'll put your Google account back on. But to ignore a CEO like that, like, why did you like, why? Why would you even do that? And so they're just like, you know what? Screw you, Google. We're just not bringing our game to your port. So (laughs) I thought it was pretty funny. It makes me wonder if like he posted something that was like against Google being like super left wing. Not to get too far into that topic, but you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, like, I wonder if he said something that that didn't jive with what Google thinks is the correct way to think about something. And that was, there was like, you don't know, no, Hammer. Yeah. It says firmly maintaining that he absolutely hasn't done anything to violate the terms of service. And he right. got banned. <clears throat> One of my other projects that I have is I have a meme page. Um, and, and I mean, we have like, you know, about 60,000 people on that meme page and we very often are fighting censorship like all the time. And I mean, we were shadow banned, our posts will just disappear. My accounts have been deleted. 
I know hundreds of people, literally, not ironic, literally hundreds of people with the same experiences. Like, you know, my, my wife's grandma got deleted for no reason. She she posted some <laughs> um, some stupid video of, I forget what it was, and then they deleted her. And it was like, it was supposed to be a funny video, but it was like, oh, this video got banned, and they deleted her. And she's like a 70-year-old grandma, right? Just oh, having yeah. has Facebook to keep her kids, next thing you know, she's banned. I'm just like, so it's kind of ridiculous with the whole, the whole, the whole, um, the banning and stuff going on right now. I mean, everyone who who's out there, I'm sure you've heard of it. Um, cancel culture, cancel mm-hmm. culture in general. Yeah. In general, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy right Disney now. So <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of nice to see them be like, you know, screw you, Google. We're just not going to release our game with you. Go have, let, let Stadia drown. So, Pretty much. I mean, you know, Stadia kind of needs, every, especially with them. We talked about it last week is they, they canceled their internal game studios. They're going to rely on they, external games. They kind of need all they can get right now. They, they really do. And so I'm kind of feeling like between them canceling the internal studio last week and in um, this, like Stadia is just oh. one, one more nail in the coffin for them. Yeah. I'm wondering if Google is just trying to get rid of it. Right, right. And they're like, they're like secretly doing stuff, like scheming behind the scenes, being like, okay, we're gonna slowly do this so we have a solid reason not to support this anymore. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, be out of our hair and they don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. You'd think they would just do it though instead of continue to waste money, but Google has a lot of money, so who knows? Well, they're so, probably yeah. still making money on it right now, but they've also realized that, like with Amazon Luna coming out, that Amazon is going, it's 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 going to take over regardless. It's, just it's, it's probably like they don't want to spend more money on it. Like they'll keep it open because they're making money, but the money they're putting into it, they're just not yeah. getting as good of a return. I, mean, I can see that. So yeah. they're probably probably what's going to happen is they're going to slowly do stuff like this. This is just me talking out loud. They'll probably go through and do things like this, where it slowly kills the player base of the community on it, it's where they're only supporting right. six hundred people on it. And at that point, it's not worth keeping the servers open. And like, okay, well. It was a fun try. We'll come back with something else later and, and close down all the servers and stuff. So Right. And it also saves them from criticism and wasting money because they really just don't know what they're doing. I mean Exactly. They're kind of they're, mm-hmm. they're kind of alone doing this and now other people are getting into it. But it's all, again, same thing with Microsoft. It sucks to be the first person. You know? Mm-hmm. It so, does. Uh, speaking of someone who was not the first person, um, Epic Game Stores, you know, a big competitor of Steam. Um, has been kind of criticized lately because they lost a lot of their exclusive deals. Well, it looks like they're re- revamping it right now. Um, they're going to do more more Epic exclusives coming over the next two years, they've announced. They haven't released what those games are, but there'll be a lot more exclusives, which, you know, I'm not a big fan of exclusives, but at the very least, at least Epic Game Stores is free. So it's not quite the same as with consoles. You have to pay a whole new console to get a game. Right. At the very least, it's free. you got to um, download the launcher. But you just got a down launcher, which is not a huge deal, so it's not nearly as bad. But they're also having a lot of sales. They put, um, I think JT said this when we were talking before the show is you know Cyberpunk has gone up back to full price after they released the latest patch, and so yeah. Epic Game Stores, if you buy it through them, they have a pretty hefty discount on there. So they're probably one of the only places. And I bet you that price jump back to normal was part of this, right? They're like, hey, put your price back to normal, and we'll set on sale for our Epic Store, and hopefully more people will download it. Yeah, so. when this uh, spring showcase comes out, they're going to have a lot of discounts on games like Cyberpunk, Assassin's yep. Creed, uh, Valhalla, Immortals, Phoenix Rising, and uh, quite a few others. Yeah. Like SnowRunner. Um, yep, yep. So a lot, a lot of things coming there. I'm really interested what, what, what exclusive games we're talking about, like what's going to come to it exactly, and what's, what's on the horizon for it. Um, well, from what I got from the article, it's they're, they're going to be exclusive to the Epic Games Store for about a year, I think. Right. And then they'll you know probably go out to like things like Blizzard and um, 
Steam and stuff like that. Well, one of the major ones is a game called Chivalry 2, which I loved Chivalry. Um, it's basically a night fighting game, and it was not. Chivalry? It was one of those games where it was not supposed to be as good as it was, but everyone kind of like bought it and loved it. And so the kind of like Among Us, kind of like <laughs> Among Us, right? And so you know, it, it was so goofy. Like there was just so many jokes in that game. Like you know, um, you get your arm cut off. The guy would be like, "Just a, it's just a flesh wound." Right before he dies, like he'll just say stupid things. And that that's from a Monty Python movie. So it was it was a completely <laughs> just, just fun, joking around, goofy game, and you're oh, fighting okay. around his knights. And um, that's going to be one of their exclusives, which I'll probably download the Epic Store literally just for that because I loved Chivalry One. Um, I also play a game called Mordhau, which is basically like the spiritual successor to that game. So I'll probably check it out just for that. But there's going to be more too. So we'll see in time what they get and uh, whether it's worth um, downloading it for. Like I said, at least it's free. At least the store itself is free. So I can't ha- I can't hate too much there. Speaking of uh, new uh, games and gaming and stuff coming out, E3 2021 Gaming Expo that mm-hmm. everybody knows about. Mm-hmm. is apparently supposed to be going digital this year like i was saying last week so annoying which is i mean it's kind of cool i mean most of the viewer base was watched in live streams anyway right when it came to free but now it's going to be completely all digital it's going to take place over like three days i remember and, on the last uh, e3 like like every single big streamer on Facebook was streaming it. They weren't playing anything yeah. for like a week because E3 was going on. So yeah, I, I, I watched it on I watched it on Twitch on uh, Dan's gaming Twitch live stream. Um, but obviously, this is due to good old uh, COVID nineteen pandemic. Good old COVID. But they're going to be using uh, over the next three days to have specific points in time with different developers of games having their own live stream set and i think it'll be nice and probably be good for them to have it all through one channel right it's yeah. already going to be on twitch or facebook and probably anywhere where you can watch a live stream youtube and it's because like like jt was saying he watched e3 on facebook because people were streaming it there right i mean e3 can only fit so many people that, that's the reality of it yeah. so for the for the normal person it's not going to lose a lot the only thing i'm going to be bummed about is i really enjoy the crowd's reception of things Amber Alert. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, I was having that say that Amber at the same time. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> shut up, shut up. Um, <laughs> um, but I really enjoyed the crowd's reaction. Like when they announced the next Elder Scrolls, just the Ooh, way when the s- crowd reacted to it is so there's, there's been so cool about that. Right. And Freaking, uh, Cyberpunk 2077's E3 launch. Right. With Keanu Reeves was right. friggin amazing. It right. was a plethora so, of memes, just a little 20 minute segment. It was amazing. You're bre- you're breathtaking. Like it just it's so good, you know. Yeah. And we're not gonna get that now because of it. So I'm kind of disappointed for that reason. But at the same time, who's surprised? I mean, come on, it is what it is. Yeah. And that's what I was gonna say. It's like I'm not surprised because E3 has been kind of dying a slow and painful death, which is kind of um, well. Part of it is a lot of the big developers decided to go do their own thing at the same time, right? Like yeah. right up the road from E3. So people are like, well, I don't want to pay two tickets for. For I don't want to pay for two tickets to go see two different events, and where I can go to the one that I'm really interested in and just catch the highlights of the other one. So right, it's it's, it's with, probably a smart business move on their part, honestly. And honestly, I think even after like COVID is over and all that stuff, I feel like E3 is going to continue on the path of being a lot more digital and less of that in person base. Yeah, yeah. Like the in person stuff is going to be a lot more exclusive. Like it'll be harder to get into, which may in the long run hurt them. But 
I think it'll be um I think it'll be neat. I I'll be able to catch more of it with it being live live streamed yeah. all the time cuz I don't have the means to go to E3 like a lot of people do <clears throat> with with the schedule that I keep and things like that. So we, it'll we, be we neat. Totally should go one year. I would love to go and, and broadcast live there. We'll do the pod squad there, and we'll just you know cover things. Mm-hmm. That'd be a ton. That'd be a ton of fun. That'll be a great time if it ever comes back. Obviously, but... it probably will. The one that I want to go to was PAX East. Oh yeah, the one in Boston. Yeah, that's also a lot easier so. for us to get to too. So Boston isn't too far away. Exactly, it's just a short little plane ride away. Right, but Boston. but uh, like I said, <laughs> Yo, that's check these games out. Yeah. But, uh, we mentioned we mentioned Cyberpunk a little bit ago. Um, next topic: uh, CD Project yeah, CD Project Red is basically being held hostage right now, and it's kind of funny. Get hacked! It's, it, it's serious. It is, but it's kind of funny. Um, they got um, hacked by an anonymous person. They don't know who it is, and they're basically um, being held hostage, and they must pay ransom, and or and unless they pay. Um, they're threatening to release code for games like Cyberpunk, a um, bunch of unreleased projects that CD Projekt Red has, and an unreleased version of Witcher 3. They're, they're threatening Ooh. to reveal all of that stuff unless Cyberpunk, quote-unquote, pays ransom. I kind of want, want them not to pay just so I can see the unreleased version of, of uh, Witcher 3. That'd be kind of cool. Low-key do as well, yeah. <laughs> what you know what I mean? Be, like... Yeah, they're saying they're not going to... Um, you know, give in to pressure of like their demands. They don't want to negotiate with them or anything. We don't negotiate with terrorists. Which, which kind of, <laughs> it kind of makes you feel like they're just kind of letting them do it. Like you're, you're not kind of, like they're not trying to fight it. It's what it kind of sounds like. Well, it's probably like it's probably not horrible publicity for them to be honest with you. It's like yeah, the suck the game files get out, but at the same yeah. time, it's like it's not a huge multiplayer game. What does it matter? You know what I mean? Like hacker, if you want to hack the, if you want to hack the game, like okay, like you're gonna hack. Maybe it'll yeah. make it better than we did. I don't know. They're just like <laughs> fix, fix the glitches while you're in there. We can't well, figure it out. Like, it's not like data miners don't exist anyway. Yeah, right. Like yeah. That's that's a um, huge part of the gaming community anyway. So this person is not really doing anything new. He just right. decided he was going to try to make a big deal out of it. Make yeah. make a few um, bucks out of it. But uh, CD Projekt Red actually has a, an official quote that says, "We will not give in to the demands nor negotiate with the actor, being aware that this may eventually re- lead to the release of the compromised data." So they're like, "Sure, go ahead." Like, <laughs> Basically, thing, homie, who cares? Yeah, maybe they'll wait for like a final ultimatum for, from this person and then be like, you know what? Fine, here, here's all of it. And they release it on their own accord and say, this <laughs> right. is what we're yeah. working on. Yeah. And yeah. Just suck it. <laughs> like a big middle finger to the person who hacked <laughs> just them. Just be like, oh, uh, I don't want to release this. Release what? This just drops all the files out. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, they sounds like CD, CD Project Red is still kind of in the driver's seat. At the core of it, like it is their stuff. Yeah, they, they, they also, they're they making seem pretty the other people think about... they're in the driver's seat. Right, they're playing that yeah. tough game. Yeah, yeah that, that reverse psychology, man. But right. uh, yeah, CD Projekt Red actually seems pretty confident about. Uh, I think they're in like three lawsuits now at this point. So yeah, seriously, they can't stop getting sued. Like, like I feel, I legit feel bad for them because they just want to release a game, and people are like, "Release it!" We're like, "We don't want to release it." And they're like, "Do it!" And I'm like, "Okay," and then they're like. Yeah, it kind of sucks because it it really is a good game. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Right. It was really fun to play. It's beautiful. It's funny. Granted, the storytelling could have been better, but 
I feel like every article I see about the game is like the beginning of it is with CD Projekt Red Cyberpunk 27 2077's botched release. I'm like, dude, everybody knows about that now. Stop writing about they're, it. They're botched the release that sold 13 million copies instead of their SP15. Right, <laughs> and then whenever they when they gave out refunds, 13 million people on console alone still kept the game right because right. it's good enough and that's what i'm saying is their estimate was 15 million so the fact they're only 2 million off of it like they're doing yeah. just fine still so i mean that's the good news about it i mean i don't want to take take game game studios down i want them to produce more content and make things like that i enjoy their games sure they could have did it better but but like who you're not really losing them why sue them Crap like happens, you get your refund it's what it is you get your refund there's no reason like why in the world would you sue them like what if, real if harm did you, like you game, come from that if you don't like the game, don't play it. Seriously, right. Like, oh, I, but, can't, I can't play Cyberpunk. I can't live a normal life anymore. I have to sue them. It's like, get out of here. And it's funny, though, that everybody's so up in arms about Cyberpunk 2077's botched release, and nobody's upset about the PS5 and the, the Xbox X. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you literally cannot find those unless you get lucky at some podunk Walmart in the backcountry oh, of no. America. Podunk. Oh, no. <laughs> where people just aren't buying those games it's like or those consoles it's like that's more upsetting than the product that cyberpunk 2077 turned out to be that's gonna be fixed exactly like they can't seem to catch up with the scalpers and things like that on the console releases or even the nvidia cards that came out i was was about to say like they can't seem to catch up on the processors and gpus that they have but for some reason people just aren't upset about it well I guess not, as upset. not upset enough to sue. Right. Right. And I'm like, well, that's that's the same thing. But I guess the investors got their money when all the scalpers bought all the consoles and stuff. Yeah. yeah, they're still they're still making money either way. So that's probably what it is. It's more the investors are getting pissed. But the investors made money for Cyberpunk. So I just, that's why I don't understand. Like they made their money because they still sold consoles. Right. They still, I mean, consoles, they still sold games. I mean, a little bit off their a little bit off their mark. Not too much. Which I don't know of any game outside of like Call of Duty that actually hits their mark anymore. No, oh, yeah, seriously. you know what I mean. Yeah, seriously. I mean, that's you know, like I said, it was still pretty impressive sales. But hackers pretty funny. I, like I said, if they just release their own files, here, take these files. I mean, that would be pretty much a baller move on their part. We'll see. <laughs> it would be, and they probably won't lose anything if they do that. I mean, and if it's probably... already getting released anyway. Do it yourself. It's like whatever. Here you go. Exactly, and they'll probably preface it with, "This is not." an official announcement for when these games are going to come out. Cause I doubt they will ever give a hard release date on a game ever again. Right. Oh yeah. No, but it, it's just funny. Like I said, it sounds like project red is in, is in the driver's seat with this thing and they know it. So we'll see what happens. They're just like, we're perfectly fine. Samurai. Don't worry about us. But speaking of lawsuits, we're going to jump onto the call of duty train for a here little bit go. here. Activision is being sued by a writer by the name of Clayton Hagen. I think is how you say his name. Hagen. Hagen. It's H A U G N. Or pronounce it how you will. But basically, yeah. he's saying that his uh, the character Mara, which she was a season battle season four of the battle pass. No, season two of the battle pass. She was one of the characters you could unlock in season two, I think. And. Um, Basically saying that they took his character model for um, a character named Cade Janus. Janus? Janus, Janus. It's literally, it's literally Anus with a J in front of it. <laughs> Yo, my name's KJ Anus. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and his he was working on a I guess it's a movie. Um, this article is kind of all over the place, which makes me think it's not American. Um, but he's he's upset that Mara looks so much like his character, and it's like I was looking at it, and I'm like, I can see it, but she's also a pretty generic white girl. There is a little bit more to it. He actually, um, the people or, or Call of Duty hired the same artist that designed the character to design Mara. Right. And, and then they, they also her, brought in the uh, um, woman who they used to to uh, to portray Kate Janus as well. Yeah. It's, I, yeah it's I, actually, I just linked to her Instagram. Her name is Alex, Alex Zidra. Uh, 1.2 million followers on Instagram. She plays games and shoots guns, and yeah, she, it's kind of she's it's kind of awesome. Like her whole yeah, from thing. From what she, it looks, yeah. From what it looks like, they they really did like jack this character from this guy. Well, it's, it's this it's this, the same artist. The hair is practically identical. Right. The 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 idea of Mara and the type of character she is is almost the exact same as Cade, like vigilante type. They, you know. they probably did. That's that's the reality of it. If you look at the character, and I, I've shared skins with you guys before, like there was a story about a uh, British special operations guy. He stopped a terrorist attack because the police wouldn't go in there. It was some foreign country, and the police refused to go in there to deal with the terrorists. And so he literally just grabbed a rifle, threw threw a uh, an armor plate, an armor, armor satchel over himself, and just ran in there and freaking shot a bunch of terrorists off. There's mm-hmm. a character. His skin is the exact same from how the stuff hangs in his belt, yeah. from his pink shirt. They literally based it off him. They didn't give him credit. He's a real life, a real life person, a real life hero, mind you. Like he literally was out there, and you know they're basing off the gun. This is what they're basing off of. They're basically finding things that are popular in the gaming community and the gun community. She has 1.2 million followers. It just made sense to base a character off her. And yes, she her character that's based off her happens to also be another character. But they're just going with things. They're basically just going with what's popular. So I, I have a feeling that it was less jacking her character, the character of him, and more more stealing her persona that she has, right? Because they were trying to tap into her 1.2 million audience. It was the right. same thing. Yeah. With, it was the same thing when they, they did Ronin, right? Ronin, um, he is a very popular shooter. He's a special ops guy, does training. He has a very big Instagram presence. And so, hey, we're, we want to make a character based off of you. Um, and to be fair, they gave him more credit. Like, you know, he got, I'm sure he got paid for it. It's his name and everything is right. on it. But, but, but that, you could tell that that was the goal. The goal is to tap into already existing gun community stuff. So I think it was less about stealing his character and more about stealing existing popular people. And she's kind of built her own persona based off of her character. So kind of unfortunate, kind of bad looking on their part. He'll probably get a little bit of a payout, but, you know, it's I don't not, not going to break them. He wants, though. Like no, they'll do they'll do, they'll settle for a lot less and be like, go ahead and shut up and get out of here. Exactly, yeah. it's just one of those things. It's like this game; she's been in the game for about a year now, hasn't she? We're right. what how, how many months into the life of Cold War? A year or two, yeah. It's been a while, and so, only to bring it up now, like eh, kind of weird. It sounds like the a lawyer got hold of his ear. It's like, hey, we could do this, and right. I, I, yeah. I don't. Activision's a big enough company. They've got enough lawyers that they could probably work circles around this guy who probably has one lawyer. And it's just like, dude, neat. They use your character design. Yeah, they could have they could have given you some credit. But at the same time, he must not have signed something with the model that he used to say that she couldn't go do something else. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff on the other side that he didn't do to protect his character. Right. And I'm just like, you 
I, I just feel like it, it was his fault. Kind of brought it on himself. Yeah, and Activision being what they are. They were looking for models, and I'm sure they had a bunch of different people that they were looking at when they were designing Mara. Right, and they're like, oh, we'll, we'll just tap into this character, because, again, she has 1.2 million followers on Insta. I mean, why right. not, you know? So, I have very strong opinions on people who sue companies like this. It's one of those things where it's like, really? Is it really worth it trying to do this? Because at the end of it all, he's always going to be known as a guy who sued Activision. Right, and yeah. people are going to be afraid to work with him if they happen to use or deviate from what he, you know what I'm saying. He probably so, just wants the free publicity. To be honest with you, right. I hadn't heard from beforehand. You know, I hadn't either. And they say there's no such thing as bad publicity, but in my opinion, this is bad publicity. Yeah, maybe I don't know. There definitely Especially is such thing as bad publicity. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> just depends on how you play it. Um, yep. Speaking of Call of Duty, um, Joshua, what else we got going on in the Call of Duty world? Call of Duty Warzone be swinging that band hammer. Seriously. Swinging it back in. Yeah, back and forth. Last week they banned over 60,000 accounts. And there's another band wave coming out, like, right now, pretty much. They said today in a tweet, as of recording, it's February 9th, and they they put out a tweet saying that another wave is coming. So... And Good for to, them. It needs to happen. People, sad, people, people have been complaining it, about hackers for a long time now, and it's like, do something about it. And so finally, it, they're doing something about launch, it. Yeah, since the launch of Warzone, they have banned over 300,000 kids. Yeah. And it just makes me think, like, I absolutely friggin' despise hackers. Right. And, and I think the majority of the gaming community can agree. Like, obviously, there are, like, some of those games that you'll get into where the hacker makes the game fun for everybody, right? They change the whole thing and, like, give everybody the aimbot or give everybody, you know, the best gun or whatever. And they make it fun. And just, it's that one time happens every now and again. But, like, the people who go into a super competitive genre like Battle Royale, you know, Fortnite, PUBG, they're, they're everywhere. You're ruining the game for other people to boost your own friggin' ego. Yeah, like, what, what do you really gain from it? Right? That's that's the thing of it. Yeah, you exactly. Have fun for a little like, bit, then you get banned. It's like okay, we'll do it again. Like you, you, you know <laughs> you're cheating. You know you're cheating. You know you're not good at the game. You, yeah, you know you're not good enough to actually get the wins that your f- stat board says you have. What is the point of having aimbot, dude? Right. I run into it just about every time. I we're not just about every time, but like somewhat often in Valorant now, and it was pretty good throughout the beta and the first like six months of the game being released. But like, I feel like it's becoming a lot more common to run into people aimbotting. Yeah, which aimbotting, you know, wall hacking. Sometimes, yeah, like sometimes that, yeah. it's kind. It's sometimes it's kind of hard to tell with Valorant because there is a huge skill gap in that game. There's what? a bunch of different skill gaps in that game. In Anybody who beats me must be hacking. I'm just going to throw it out there. If I lose, <laughs> and I, I have to be a hacker. Come on that's, now. That's Come the on. thing. That's the thing. I'm somewhat new um, into games like Valorant. Um, so I'm not the best, obviously. But I know I'm not terrible. Yeah. I can top frag or, you know, second frag pretty much every time I play. Third frag. But, but like, when it comes to battery royale, especially, if you drop 50 kills alone, you want some stuff. You you want some sus stuff, my man. I don't know. There's a streamer that I follow on Facebook who drops a 50 bomb on the regular. No, yeah, there, but there are people out there. But when you get some like no name, like who's like level seven, you're just like, mm, yeah, little sketch. 
I have actually played in a lobby a long time ago on Zombies World at War. World at War Zombies. This guy came in. He's like, hey, I was just in a modded lobby, and he told me how to do it. I can do it now. We got into the game, and we were invincible. We could use any gun we wanted. All we had to do was just change weapons until we found the one we wanted. Infinite ammo and things like that. And Little did I know as I was playing into the game, um, it completely messed up my account on World, World, World at War. Right. Like, I couldn't level up. I couldn't unlock anything. Like, I couldn't do anything in the game, which I didn't play a whole lot of online with it. Right. But, but still, it kind of I remember game that. From it. I remember that account being messed up, actually, when I was younger. Yeah, I remember Smurfed at 18. Yeah, you, you, couldn't <laughs> get past, you, could, you couldn't get past level 1. Yeah. Right, because I was actually at, like, level 10 or 20, which, because we didn't play online a whole lot back then, because we just didn't. We just played Zombies. But it completely reset all of my stuff, and and when you would look at my stats and stuff in the game, it said I had like nine hundred ninety nine million trillion, nine, bunch of nines in my XP thing. But you get that grind, one. you get which, that grind. Yeah, which, 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 you, which you couldn't get past the level where you could make your own class. You had to use the preset classes. Exactly, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, that's it's awful. I remember playing so Modern like, Warfare a lot when Modern Warfare was dying. Um, all the different ones, one, two. I think it was Modern Warfare three, and you would log in, and immediately there'd just be like mortar strikes everywhere. You're like, I don't think yeah. this is legit. And like, you go <laughs> right. another game, Tactical Nuke immediately. There's three points on the board. Hey, wait a minute. So, yeah. good times. It's a big red flag when you load into the game and see rainbow text. You're just like, oh, <laughs> boy. Yes, I remember that. Here we go. So. Well, something but, else I think Warzone should do, um, besides the fact they're banning people, I think they should ban guns. And Cold War Comp has gone ahead and they're actually banning a third of its guns from competition. That should tell you that the guns aren't balanced, right? And the fact that they're mm-hmm. just letting people play this in Warzone. It's like, yeah, these guns are so unbalanced that we don't even let them in competition mode. But Warzone's fine. Go ahead and do whatever. Um, but just so you know, the games that they're the in the new comp mode that they're releasing, um, it's a new competitive mode. It's literally called um, Call of Duty League or whatever. It launched a couple days ago. And it literally has a, a third of its arsenal is gone. No LMGs, no tactical rifles, including the DMR-14, which has been... The meta and in Warzone because Warzone. after two nerfs, like, it's still it's still stupid strong. Launchers are special weapons. All those all those weapons are gone out of comps. So you're basically playing assault rifles and and SMGs, which I'm I'm actually okay with. But um, balance your guns. Oh, I, anyway. Is that much really to ask like, to, to to balance your guns? Yeah. Like because then those because I've seen people play like um Stone Mountain is a big streamer that I watch, one of my favorites, and he always plays that LMG and he plays a. a SPR, it's a fantastic combo. Is this LMG shoots as fast as an SMG? It maneuvers as such, and it's just OP. Even he says like this is ridiculous, and he'll go play other guns so he's not playing the the, the most powerful guns, which I appreciate. But sometimes, right. what, sometimes what, we'll pull it out. What you said about you know it it not being allowed in uh, comp, but being allowed in Warzone. You have to remember that is the the battle royale genre. It's you, you get in, find the best thing that you can, and that's part of the game is trying to find the strongest weapon. You know, you, you know. You drop into Fortnite. You hope you're you hope you're getting the gold scar. You know. Yeah. There still comes a point though with Warzone where at the at at towards the end of the game, everybody's got their loadouts. Everybody has the setup that they want, and it, it becomes. And if you don't play the meta weapons because right. you don't spend the time to unlock the achievement or the attachments and learn the weapon, because you know you play what you like. Like for me, I still play the Kilo, which is still kind of meta. It died for a little bit, but apparently it's made a resurgence recently. 
but the Kilo was the one gun that outshot everything. And with the DMR, the time to kill is so fast. You're on the ground before the game even registers that your plates are broken. No, it's insane. Yeah. With, it's, yeah. It's, it's so DMR. crazy. And, and range, too. Like, they'll be, like, across the map sometimes, I feel like. And they'll be like, mm-hmm. they'll be like pop, 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 pop. You're dead. I'm just like, what in the world? Yeah. It's so the frustrating. DMR, DMR in COD is semi-automatic, correct? Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, it's, it's practically just a sniper. No, it is. Yeah, it's, it's not as strong as a sniper, but it shoots so fast. It might oh, well it's be. it's it's the SVU from BO2, the herpes spitter. Yeah, also, kind of. <laughs> I also think it's hit scan. Like if you watch people play it, I think that the DMR is hit scan, which also lends to it being even more broken than it already is because you pull the trigger right. and it's already there. Uh, whereas I, when I would playing, not be offended if they took these guns out of Warzone. If if they're too good for regular competition, they should be too good for Warzone. In my opinion, that's just what I think. Yeah. So, but. all right. Well, that's what's going on. That is it for news of the week. Um, now we have a fun game of trivia. Miss Bethany over here has pulled up some questions for us that we get to compete and figure out who will be the gaming genius of the week. Uh, Bethany, what you got for us? There are actually some pretty interesting questions. We got like some general gaming knowledge questions. I'm gonna lose, already can tell. Uh, I'm going so... to lose. JT, JT <laughs> I have 21 questions here, so you guys just stop me whenever you feel like we've answered enough. Who's okay. gonna keep score? That is that is We're a good all, question. How we do this for. is we all keep our own score. So how, okay, cool. Basically, at the end of it, we ask, "Hey, how many do you have?" And that's typically what we do. So sounds good. All right, Let's so are we this. ready for the first question, here boys? We go. Let's go. What is the best-selling video game of all time? Best-selling video game of all time. Tetris. Would it be GTA V? Mario. It's either Tetris or Mario. Mario Or Tetris, yeah. Everybody's incorrect. The correct answer is Minecraft, according to this. I knew that. That makes sense. Minecraft is on so many different platforms. It's unreal. Well, we 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 did this trivia question um, when we had the previous podcast, and it was a different. So that's probably new. That's probably Minecraft is probably pulled ahead. So good for Minecraft. Go Minecraft, go! All right, next question. Have a big old goose egg (laughs) for all of us. What year was the Super Nintendo Entertainment System released? Oh, I knew this. Was it 94? 1996. 1991. Good job, Brandon. Did I get it right? Yep. Oh, look at that. Point, point Brandon. Point for me. All right. Next question. What is the highest selling gaming console to date? PlayStation 2. That's right. Xbox 360. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it was, I was just going to go ahead and give it to him since we're on a bit of a time crunch now. Well, all we, right. We all can get it right, so we have to all answer. So You got an answer, Brandon? Well, I got it well, wrong. No, we already know it's right. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine. Oh, oh, we'll keep that in mind next time. <laughs> uh, what year was Nintendo founded? 19... A long time ago. They were a card, deck of card games. 1970s, probably at some point. It's before Is that. It in the 70s? It's before that. I, I knew this. Quite surprised and by this answer. Can, can, it's like 1955. It's older can than we, that. 1942. Well, that's World War II. Never mind. In the middle of a war. Let's make training. Okay, hold up. You can only answer so many times. <laughs> We're trying to figure it out before we get our, our right. final answer. I want to say it's like 1910 or something like that. It's like way back. 1912. 19... That's the year the Titanic sank. 
was Nintendo making trading cards at the same uh, the same time as that? They started um, out as a as a tabletop game company. They didn't start out as an electronics company. I, I don't know exactly. I know it's like early eighteen twelve. Early. Final answer. I'm gonna say whoever's I'm closest. Gonna say eighteen eighty five. Eighteen ninety five. JT. Uh huh. What's your final? You have your answer? final answer. I guess I said 1910, but I'm I don't know exactly when. I just know it's a long time ago. Brandon actually got the closest. It was 1889. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, I knew it yeah. was that's way a long back. time ago. Yeah, they made they made literally they made decks of cards and they had their yeah. own special game. It was very complicated at the time. I did not know that. Well, back then you're, think, you're like, playing games like Bridge and Pinochle. It probably right. wasn't that complicated. Like that was like basic back then. <laughs> No, right, it was okay. We're still going. <laughs> yeah, no, we're fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, Blizzard Entertainment is most well known for what video game franchise? World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. Did everybody say that? <laughs> yeah, everyone did. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. Points for all. I have two points. All right. Next question. <laughs> Woo! Uh, what video game company collaborated with Sony on PlayStation? Video game Capcom? Capcom. Was it Capcom? I thought it was Namco. What are those? All right, so uh, here's the dealio. This answer is kind of long and it confuses me. So I'll let you guys determine whether or not anyone's right or wrong. Then I'll read the answer, okay? Okay. Nintendo originally intended to be an add on to the SNES until the deal fell apart and the companies parted ways. So that's right. Yeah. Nobody got it right. Sony, the PlayStation was actually be a disc drive you put on top of the uh, Super Nintendo. Yeah. I remember that. I read it like three oh, days ago. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Ouch. Yeah. Oh, good for that's. Oh, wow, that's pretty cool. All right. What product did Nintendo first release before taking on the world of video games? Playing cards. Yeah. Playing card cards. You guys just yeah. talked about that, so we I figured that was. Yeah, the there, we go. there we go. There we go. You're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, we'll give everybody that point. Give me, give me a point in there. Yeah, Bethany gets a point. <laughs> you get a point. You get a point. Oh, get a point. Check under your seat. There's a point there. <laughs> All right. Uh, the United States Air Force used what gaming console to create a cluster supercomputer? Xbox. PlayStation. I'm gonna go with Xbox because he was so confident. Uh, what PlayStation gen, Joshua? To go along with your answer. Well, is it because Josh was the closest? I'll give him that. He was he was Xbox. I think it was PlayStation 3. Was it PlayStation 3? Was it Are PlayStation you answer, 3? <laughs> no, we already answered <laughs> yeah. that. None of us got it. What was it? Okay. It was PlayStation 3. Joshua was the closest. I think he deserves half a point for that one. Half a point? We'll give, right. we give him yeah. half a point. I think we can give him half a point. Five. Oh, yeah. All right. What food was the character Pac-Man modeled after? Cheese. Cheese, yeah. Yeah, I'll go with cheese. He cheese wheels. Like, he looks like a wheel of cheese. Cheddar cheese wheel. Incorrect. So what? Oh, okay. This is up my, this is up my alley. Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> Pizza. Oh, nice. What? That's actually kind of funny. I can see that, too. 
it's the pizza the Pac- before she said pizza. The Pac-Man creator was eating pizza when he came up with the idea for the beloved character. Huh. Now hold on. Now hold yeah. on. Now hold on. I said pizza before she said pizza. You said, you cheese. said cheese first. You said cheese. I, 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 cheese I, I never even heard pizza. Fine. No points. No points. No, no, point, no points. That's for a point you. for Bethany? Point for Bethany. <laughs> All right. Um, in the original arcade version of Donkey Kong, what was the name of the character that would later be known as Mario? Jumpman. Um, <laughs> I'll go with Jumpman. Um, I mean, if it was a contest, JT got it. Yeah. I I wouldn't I wouldn't have known had he said it, so I'm not going to give myself a point. He said it so confidently. I don't even think Brandon deserves the point. Did you know it before he said it, Brandon? <laughs> I knew it was, I knew it was something, man. I was thinking about it, and then he said it, and I was like, yeah, sounds right. All right, I'll give you that then. Uh, what is the best-selling handheld gaming system to date? Game, game Boy Color. Are we? Are they asking for specifics, or is it just Game Boy? Well, you gotta you gotta get the right model. Game Boy Color. Probably Game Boy Advance. Um, there was a lot of versions of the Game Boy Advance. Brandon. Um, I want to say the DS. Brandon is correct. I feel like we had oh, this question. Wow. Yeah, we had this. I, th- I was trying to think. I was like, I think we had this question before, and it was weird because I think it was surprising. But I was trying to figure out whether it was the Switch or it was the DS, and I think it was the DS. So I guess I'm right. That is kind of surprising. I would have guessed Game Boy if I was playing. Yeah, the DS was pretty popular. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I had one. That'll tell you something. Uh, <laughs> what was the first video game character to have a balloon featured in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Sonic, Sonic, Sonic. Everybody gets that point. Fun fact for that: the year that Sonic hit the glass, hit a lamppost, and put glass into the crowd, my uh, my parents were actually sitting under that lamppost, and they have a piece of glass from it. So that's legit. Isn't the that's so interesting? And there's your fun fact for the day. They can Love make money it. on that, dude. <laughs> right, right, probably. All right. Next question. Are we sure ready? Someone lost money from the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, what is the most expensive video game made to date? Like, uh, Saints Row 3. Like, production-wise? Yeah, it was Saints Row 3. All it says is most expensive video game made to date. Most expensive? Was it really Saints Row 3? Saints Row 3. It had a million-dollar version of the game because you got to go to their headquarters where they made the game, and you got a Lamborghini. I'm going to say mm-hmm. Cyberpunk. Because I think that broke the record. No. It's not most expensive most expensive video game to make. It's most expensive video game. Oh, to purchase. So I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna say Saints Row Three. Bethany, is it to purchase or is it is it is it to like how, how much it costs it to make? Specify. I think it it doesn't really specify. I think it is the most expensive video game made to date. So like selling price yeah, wise, I'm gonna say, like, I'm gonna say Cyberpunk. It was actually so Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, okay, although. Yeah. Oh, it says wow. in parentheses, although Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 earns an honorable mention okay. in this category. Huh. Or you know. I think, the more you know. I don't think that I don't think that I don't know what this trivia well. dates back to, so Yeah, it could be I mean, it could be a while ago. Yeah. Well, Didn't Saints Row Saints Row 3 come out after GTA 5? No. It came oh. out before it. But I'm I'm trying to figure out what exactly the question means though. Yeah, right. How much does it cost to make? How much it costs to make? Yeah. I don't I think like... I'm, I'm. I'm pretty sure games that were out. I, I mean, you gotta think. Name. You gotta think of how much is in Grand Theft Auto Five. Like, 
Yeah, there's a lot going on in that game. It gave Modern Warfare 2 an honorable mention. I don't know. It's probably to make. Moving on. Yeah, well, we can look it up later. What year was the first virtual reality headset created? Ooh. 1991. It was a Nintendo thing. Was it Nintendo? It was a Nintendo thing, and I can't think of what it was called. Um, but it it was it was recalled because it gave everybody motion sickness like really bad. I want to say it was the um, late nineties, early two thousands. Hmm. I can't give you a specific date, so I don't get the point. But it was late nineties. Ninety eight. Final answer. Brandon, I'm gonna say. Nineteen. I don't know. Yeah, I, think it, I think it was way before that. I don't. I don't I'm not going to give an answer because I don't know. But I want to say there was one, like in like the fifties or forties, th- or something like that. And even yeah. But you guys want to throw a number out there? Nineteen fifty. JT. Two thousand. Ninety-eight. Ninety-five. Ninety-five. Okay. I was close. Tell you what it is. No, no half point there. You got the wrong answer. Does it say that it what it was or no? No, it just says nineteen ninety five. They just looked for the year. Oh, lame. Like I said, I yeah. want to say it was Nintendo. It was like called the Superboy or something. You might be right. Uh, what crowdsource funding platform is responsible for the success of the Oculus Rift? GoFundMe. 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 Okay, this is annoying. I will give, I say give each of you half a point because all it says is a Kickstarter campaign that raised $250,000 for a once dead technology. Oh, so no, it was Kickstarter is its own, is its own company. So not it, is? Okay. Yeah, it is. I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah, so. you're good. Let's do two more questions and, and wrap <clears> it up. All right. Final two. Let me find some good ones then. Find some good ones. What are we saying? What do you guys got? I'm at seven right now. I have five. 3.5. Okay. I told you I would lose. <laughs> All right. What popular dining franchise is the founder of Atari also responsible for? Dining franchise. Dining franchise. Diner Dash? I don't know. I don't know anything about food. That's why I went for the hard one. What does it mean by dining franchise? What popular dining franchise is is the founder of Atari also responsible for? Was it like an Atari food company? I mean, you gotta. I don't know. You gotta. You gotta think like gaming wise. I feel like that's a pretty subtle hint. Gaming wise, I really don't know. Arby's, <laughs> Burger King. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Chuck E. Cheese. I don't have a... Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's oh, hilarious. That I never would have gotten that. Yeah, that's cool. I hated that place. I hated the animatronics. It was pretty scary. I'm not gonna lie. Pretty terrifying. Yeah, I've never, um, never taken my kids there. All right. 20 or 22? Last question. 20 or 22? All right. 22. What position did the uh, creator of the Game Boy have at Nintendo? Wasn't he like a janitor or something? Yeah, I think he was like a yeah. janitor. Yeah, like yeah, a... I'm going to say janitor. I'm going with janitor. Good job, guys. Hey, here we go. And yeah. yeah, it was janitor. Nice. There we and go. And that is the game Four. trivia. All right, so Joshua, you have... Four and a half, my four guy. And a half, four and a half. JT, <laughs> you have, and for the win, six. we have eight points on me. Yay! Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, ooh. 
proud of you. Celebratory game sounds wild. All right, guys. Well, that's it this week. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us, guys. You have anything else you want to say to the audience? It's a crazy world out there. Just go do something nice for somebody. Joshua. Have a good night. Bethany, thanks a lot for joining us. Anything you got? Um, go watch Cobra Kai. It's really good. (laughs) Cobra Kai is excellent. (laughs) All right, guys. We're going to talk to you next week.